I sit here before you knowing that I am one of the 15-minute miracles. And let me start by telling my story by letting my mom tell you what it was like when I was having two of those strokes that nearly cost me my life. They showed us the MRI and there were just strokes all over the place. And the next day... Do strokes run in your family? No. No, no, but see, he has diabetes, and they thought it came from the oh, diabetes. Oh, the diabetes. I didn't know you and had diabetes. I was diabetes. not taking care of it, and you know how it is. Yeah, you okay. You always think you can get, be smarter than you need to be. Oh. <laughs> but we live and learn. The next day after that happened, well, no, in fact, the day that that happened, they called and said, come up, and we went, and um, they had moved him. And so we went over to that place and we're headed back to see him. And the nurse came and stopped us and said, did you know he's had a stroke? And I said, no, I didn't. I mean, it just melted. But yeah. I went in and talked to him. And when the, when the doctor came in there, she held up a ballpoint pen and said, what is this? And he said, well, it's a da 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 He talked all around it because he's... They said it's very verbal, yeah. but he never did know what it was. Uh -huh. And they showed him a color, and he didn't know what that was. He couldn't tell them what month it was, what day it was, anything. Wow. And I thought, oh, dear Lord. And so we went home like that. Then on the next day, we went up, and they had given him some kind of treatment or some kind of test, and so he slept late. And when he woke up, he was himself. Praise the Lord. It was a miracle. <laughs> it, was it was a miracle. Oh, my word. Nothing short of a miracle. Oh, so, my word. He never did. So they didn't really life. do anything to him to, no, to no. instigate that. I mean, it no. was just no. a test. It nope. was, I think that, in other words, I really kind of think that there you are reset. times when I've noticed how Dad feels. Because I think that he feels like that all the time. And mm -hmm. one thing I learned was that that day, you know, I really just didn't know what I was doing, where I was going, what I was. Yeah. Wow. You know, wow. so. Thank you, Lord. Shirts. Thank you, yes. Lord. Yes. So, yeah. For miracles. So yes. you're taking your medicine good now. Oh, oh yeah. 100%. I had three strokes. And the best way I could say it is, I didn't really pay any mind. I might have walked a little more, lots of trips around the block, but really nothing else. I was back without really paying any attention to what my body was trying to tell me. Well, if three or more didn't deliver the message, number four sure did. I drove to St. Louis. I saw friends. I ate at my favorite Italian restaurant, Canetto's. And other than that, I was having a great time. I went to my favorite silly morning shows live event. I got a hug from my friend Plowsy, and it was awesome, and I loved every minute of it. I slept well that night, and when I woke up the next morning, I went down to breakfast, and my walking was funny. Ate the breakfast, knew I needed to stop and see my friend Don Davis, Drove to him, and when I got out of the car, I couldn't walk. Don came to me and brought me to his office.
he called 911. He did all the tests they asked him to do, and they came and got me. But I didn't feel that bad. I didn't feel like I had another stroke, but I had. I would love to say that that was the point that I figured everything out, but it wasn't. That's wrong. It took me almost a month in the rehab hospital, and now I honestly wonder what I would have done if they would have released me when I wanted to let, they wanted me. I just, I was so quick and I wanted to get out and I absolutely would have, you know, done all the things that they told me not to do, but I didn't. And I got some rest. And ultimately, my sister had to yell at me before I even knew what was going on and what I was going to miss if I had had my way. My way, that's the deal. You know, that's the deal throughout the whole thing is trying to do it your way is not the way that's going to get it better. But now I honestly wonder what I would have done if they would have let me out. It would have been a comedy, that's for sure. Instead, my wonderful, sweet sister had to yell at me, and she's about the nicest person in the world. My therapist had to put up with me talking about I was so dramatic, and I would tell them that they weren't going to release me until the 32nd of May. That was my answer. This was in November. And, you know, I, I had to talk to Kristen that way, my awesome physical therapist, Kristen. And I had, you know, I was always funny. I was always fun. I didn't take it overly hard or whatever. But she had roll eyes at me every time I started being dramatic. But I stayed, and towards the end of my stay, something miraculous happened. The last Sunday morning, when I had strayed so far from what God that I didn't even hear him calling, God reached out to me in a dream. I dreamt that I was at the little church in State Park, Illinois, right across the river from St. Louis. And I love that church, and I love the people in it. Ron and Debbie Habermel are two of the best preachers in the world. And, you know, honestly, I thought that Debbie was preaching to me. That's what I thought. That was my assumption, my wrong assumption. Debbie is a very beautiful, dark-headed gal, and I thought that that was who was preaching to me. I never really saw her face, just long brunette hair. My dear friend Darlene Denninger, who I love dearly and who's a miracle herself, was there, and I really thought that I was hearing a message. And then I woke up. When I turned on the TV, there was a powerful female preacher with, with brunette hair. And she gave an amazing message. I knew that I needed to go back the way, the way that I had lived my life years before when I had devoted my life to God. But then I had a divorce and things got rocky, and I absolutely didn't listen to what God was telling me. And my marriage didn't just break apart. It shattered. It shattered all over the place. And I, ne and I, start, I never lost my faith in God, but I sure lost my faith in me. There was no way that I could hear him or what he wanted me to do until that morning. Nicole Crank was the preacher, and she gave a powerful message. What did I do? I turned to the, 
woman that was there, the nurse that I had in the, in the rehab hospital, and she told me that she was in St. Louis. Turns out that Ron actually knows these people. But that day, she was preaching directly for me about trusting God that she preached was actually from a couple of weeks earlier, and it was called, Are You Here, God? And it's a really powerful message that I would invite everybody to go to Faith Church and hear because it really is one of the best messages I've ever heard, but it sure spoke to me. It was from two weeks earlier. Are you there, God? And it sure spoke to me. My sister was awesome and about the nicest person that I know. She talked to me, and after a month or two of venting my frustration and trying to learn to walk again, I finally understood I needed to listen to other people. I needed to listen to their stories. There are other miracles along the way, but the path was set. Help other people and honor them and help them, and that's what I'm put here to do. It's not to glorify myself. It's not to do anything other than to help others. And I just believe there's so many miracles and so many stories along the way. And what I have to tell you is that my miracle is a little shorter than 15 minutes. But that's where I came up with the idea for 15-Minute Miracles. And go to 15minutemiracles.com and hear the other stories from people and the ways that they get told and the voices they get told in because they're all they're all miraculous they're all different they're all unique but they're all telling the same thing of God sending his wonderful minions into their lives to to send special messages down to earth and so the messages that I learned from Ron and Debbie Habermel and from Nicole Crank and everything else, and from Jane, the wonderful preachers at Crane Presbyterian, is just all wonderful stories that I'm going to get to tell you in little 15-minute chunks every day, because there are enough of these that I want to tell them, I want to tell them with regularity, and I want to tell them often. Write to me. Talk to me about the stories that you know and the, that you want to tell, the miracles that you want to help tell the world about because I know there are more miracles than I can deliver. That's what I would just indicate. This is a miraculous journey that I'm on, and I believe that you're on if you will allow yourself to sit down and listen to what God's telling you because sometimes you have to be a total idiot and Take four strokes to get the point. But it's really miraculous when you understand what God's trying to do in you. And so now, that's why I'm doing DaleWileyShow.com. That's why I'm doing 15MinuteMiracles.com. I want these miracles to get out there and take flight and reach all the people that they're supposed to reach. And I really hope that Nicole Crank will get a chance to sit down and talk with me. I want to talk to her about the miracles that she has and everything else. And I just want to say that everything is a miracle. Life is a miracle. I definitely know that now from being so close to death, not once, but twice. And so I really hope that my message 
I hope it helps and heals and I hope it helps other people with strokes. And I sure hope it helps you understand the wonderful and miraculous message of God. Thank you.